this was on ESPN and it's like, wow, we can do that. They're in hotels all over the United States. And so that's really how it started. Why don't we just call them and see? How we can incorporate all this stuff together to make this uh, much larger than just a pit spitters facility, but an entertainment and sports facility. Welcome to Barefoot, the official podcast of Grand Travers Resort and Spa and all things Northern Michigan. Whether you're dipping your toes in the lake, sipping wine on the peninsula, or playing your best round of golf, let us guide you on your next up north adventure. Grand Travers Resort and Spa has always been the largest convention center in Northern Michigan. And for the last year, it's been pretty quiet, unfortunately. But the resort's general manager, Matthew Bryant, and director of sales, Katie Leonard, have been working to change that and started thinking outside the box with how to utilize our expansive space safely. We are taking on sports tournaments. And that's something we really have never done here to the extent that we're about to. So whose idea was this? Well, I think the brainchild came from, oh, geez, quite, quite a few. There was Scott Schnard, who's been here for over 35 years, who was a basketball coach here locally for St. Francis. And uh, he just looked at the limited number of courts and areas that kids can go and play. His kids play tennis here. So he really wanted to brainstorm with him to get ideas on how to expand and diversify what we do here at the resort. There is, I mean, there really is no large complex in Northern Michigan to host like traveling sports tournaments. It's something that has been talked about, you know, wanting and needing up here. And we have the space to do it in a unique and creative way. Yeah, the past year has definitely been a year for restructuring. We looked at what we have. Um, you know, existing, we have 900 acres on this property. It's huge. Indoor and outdoor venues. Um, nine tennis courts, three golf courses, three pools. In the winter, we offer sometimes ice skating, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing. So sports is just something that kind of came to us naturally to discuss. Um, and with indoor tennis courts, it allowed us an opportunity with the height to possibly move into some different events. So again, 86,500 square feet, indoor and outdoor meeting space. And over the years... You know, you put in, you say meeting space, but it's not just meetings that happen in there. I mean, there's been some really cool things I've heard over the years from people. Elephants have been in the ballrooms, a Coast Guard helicopter. Coast Guard helicopter, about 215 Holstein cows in one venue. Um, Porsche Convention, we've turned our tennis courts into luxury vehicle washing stations um, indoors. So yeah, it's really, really fun to see some of these spaces transform for multiple purposes. So we've done that. We've been successful in that. So tackling sports was kind of a no-brainer. It really was. It really is a no-brainer, uh, considering that so many people do that. And I think as parents who traveled with sporting goods or sporting events, um, you can really see the opportunity that there is out there. And knowing that nothing really comes past Grand Rapids uh, to this type of uh, a venue. And uh, it kind of sets it up. A family can get away for a vacation stay and play with us, have a great tournament. Um, so it's it's really a great idea to, for us to diversify this way too. So actually one of the big ones that signed on that's coming first at the end of April, uh, April 30th and May 1st, the American Cornhole Organization. Did we ever think we'd be using our governor's ballroom to, to host a <laughs> professional national cornhole tournament? 
No, no, I certainly did not. Um, but it is something, like I said, we had to reevaluate our business and we had the availability to do it. So it'll definitely be something fun and exciting um, and uplifting. Um, if you take check out their website, they do a pretty great job organizing, decorating and promoting. So we're excited to see that one come to fruition. I think that one is just absolutely, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I think about it. I think quarantine, COVID quarantining, we were watching all kinds of sports on TV. Yep. And this was on ESPN, and it's like, wow, we can do that. They're in hotels all over the United States. And so that's really how it started. It's like, why don't we just call them and see? Yep. So now we have Cornhole. We've definitely hosted a lot of different types of events down in Governor's Hall, um, dance competitions, cheer competitions, things of that nature, too. So Northern Michigan, um, in the meetings industry, they generally have their highest attendance for rotating groups of business that rotate throughout the state. So it seemed natural that um, sports events would follow as far as tournaments go. They should have higher attendance. Northern Michigan has a great draw anyway, so it is great to partner with uh, leisure travel and some sort of event. Well, in Governor's Hall is 19,000 square feet. How tall are the ceilings? 20? 22 feet. So, I mean, the space in there is is huge. And for right now, with needing to spread out and social distance, it's really easy to do in there. Yes, lots of open air. Um, it does feel like a very nice, large, safe space. And Cornhole is nice, too, because that is a very spaced out game. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not, there's no contact. You know, you're not, you're not pushing up against other people, tackling people. I mean, you are more than six feet with those boards and it can be an individual sport or it can be a sport you know against four people total but you're totally able to space out so if you're going to do a sport safely right now that might be the best one (laughs) yes it is that's 20 some feet apart from your competitor so you're pretty safe you're pretty uh socially distanced when you start playing cornhole so the american cornhole association i mean we've had some calls with them and when they explain what this tournament looks like to you i mean it's the real deal these are national tournaments there's a purse up to five thousand dollars they told me the other day players coming from all over the country it's i mean it's something you can totally compete and do professionally there's a qualification process there's jerseys involved it is a big deal and they're they take athletes. it seriously. They're athletes. They're athletes. Yep. Yeah. The last time I checked, there were six different states competing. I think we're up to 100 people during that tournament. And it can grow from there. I mean, anyone can join. I think that was really cool, too. Locals who are really good at backyard cornhole and kind of want to shoot their shot and, and try it out, I mean, they can sign up and register to compete. Yes. Anybody can register, become a member, and do a qualifying event to try to move forward within the organization. Because this is not going to be the only weekend it's here. This this year, is it's the first of how many tournaments? Correct. They signed for three years with us, so we'll have them each year, one of the groups. They do events across the country. Um, this is the first one, I believe, in Michigan, certainly, and it might be the northern great lakes region correct so this is exciting so if you're around friday april 30th and saturday may 1st american (laughs) cornhole organization grand travers national tournament here at the resort and they said spectators are welcome face masks of course social distancing but i mean if you're just interested in seeing what a cornhole tournament looks like check it out or if you think you might want to compete maybe next year i mean this is this is the time to come see how that goes so this is the first one um, but it's not the only big sporting event we already have on the books for this year. There's something later this fall. Yes, um, we do have five indoor tennis courts um, along with they have very tall ceilings as well. So we have 
moving forward with some basketball courts for those um, to provide additional opportunities to use that venue. Um, AAU Boys Basketball will be joining us beginning in October 2021. So we're very excited to be able to do that. Um, there's been quite a few studies in northern Michigan saying that we need a sports complex. We need to have more sports availability for kids' sports and tournaments. Um, we have the guest rooms to accommodate that. So we're just starting to get our feet wet a little bit and excited to assist with that. And um, kids' sports are a really, really beneficial thing for communities and families. And I think this year, more than any year, mm-hmm. everyone's looking forward to doing that. Well, this is a big one, too. I mean, AAU basketball, I mean, you're, you're talking about people from, from all over and bringing them to northern Michigan. It's not just an exciting thing at the resort, but we've said there's a local impact with that. Oh, absolutely. It's, especially being the only event that's, again, north of Grand Rapids, there's a lot of people that live up here. There's a sense of community. Uh, these teams up here all travel south, and now they can stay close to home and compete uh, against uh, solid competitors to grow their game and their skill. So it's, a, it's good for the region, the local community that's here, and it brings in new tourists to the area as well at the same time. Well, and then, again, hosting something here, I mean, those are families traveling a lot, not just the athlete and maybe mom or dad. They'll bring brothers and sisters, grandparents. I mean, sometimes there's a, a small family group, and when you can turn it into a fun stay-and-play experience, that's what's so great about us kind of jumping on board with the other amenities we have here at the resort. Absolutely. It does two different things for us. One, it builds the next customer, the next guest coming to the resort. Plus, it also opens people up to Traverse City, Sleeping Bear Dunes, the wineries that are out here at the same time. It helps all of us, not just the Grand Traverse Resort. I think that's really beneficial when you can bring more people to the city, northern Michigan, to see what we have to offer. And it's a great time for them to come up here. So we're doing two things, one for the community and one for the next generation of tourists coming up to the northern Michigan. Basketball, that's what that one is in October? Basketball, yep. AAU boys basketball will come in with us. But that could just be the first, right? Correct. Absolutely. I'm looking for for volleyball next, (laughs) then girls basketball. Fencing. Fencing. Fencing would probably be great in Governor's Hall. There's all sorts of things. I mean, the cheer and the dance competitions are something that we're experienced with. We've done Mm -hmm. those before, but moving into sports is pretty exciting. So Um, it's kind of funny when you look at it. It does mimic the meetings and how that works. So a lot of the meetings that decide to move north, they just get different draws. So same thing with AAU, for example, um, where they generally have a meeting downstate. A lot of their attendees are from the downstate area. But the minute you move that meeting north, you get possibly new attendees, some from the UP that it's too far for them to travel all the way to Detroit. So a different type of attendee, perhaps a different guest. Um, And our property, our campus, works really, really well for student groups, which I've seen in meetings capacity educational before, where it is a safe space. You're not in a walkable to downtown area we've got food and beverage outlets here on property Um, it really does work very very well for large student and younger groups so we you know we're bringing in these sports courts and we'll we'll host the first one with basketball but yeah i mean the opportunities after that are endless because these things you can move them around right absolutely they can go portable they're portable so you can put them on top of the tennis courts already you can put them into governor's hall Hall, and like you just said dance cheer Volleyball. Wrestling. Wrestling. Good. Fen- yep. Fencing. <laughs> Anything you've seen in a high school gymnasium. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Anything you do in a gym, yep. you can do here with these courts. What are you looking forward to with uh, with these two events? I mean, again, they're just very different. And I think even everyone who w- works here on property 
hasn't seen something like this happen here before. Yeah, it's just marrying um, kind of two existing business components we had and kind of partnering with communities. Um, anything that is bringing kids together, communities together, giving them new experiences, and also promoting new travel, right? I mean, think about places you used to go as a child. You remember those places. So hopefully it makes them want to come up here later in life and it just it's a way to get people together when we currently can't do it in the meetings format yeah (laughs) (laughs) then that's what it's about right is getting together it's experiencing life and growing i think sports have done that if you look in the state of michigan how high schools have gotten back to sports and what they're doing to play and how important it is to play i think that's what we're just trying to do at the same time i really want that to be known as we want to grow that community and provide something that we all can share together that's important and it um, does thread tourism and younger children too i mean a lot of families even they they travel for these sports things and they kind of identify places maybe they'd like to revisit later so it does um underneath there have an underlying tourism promotion like you said too. for the whole region yeah you know, it really does Absolutely. promote all of traverse city yeah All right, if you want to get in on some of these sports action, how about kind of some different games to play? Check out the Den inside Grand Traverse Resort and Spa where there is axe throwing, bowling, arcade games. And if you give them promo code barefoot now through the end of May, you can get a free half hour of axe throwing. Now back to the episode. So the true part of Traverse City that kind of uh, makes us a unique sports place is Turtle Creek Stadium, where the Pit Spitters play. If you've been to Traverse City and have not made it to a Pit Spitters game, that has to be number one on your agenda for the next time you are here. I'm with Mickey Graham, the general manager of the team, and Sam Connell, the director of sales. This is, what, year three for the Pit Spitters? Yeah, year three. It's gone by. Pretty fast, actually. (laughs) Well, let's talk about your first two years here because what a roller coaster! Yeah, I mean, it's it's been. We were just talking before this. I've been doing this for twenty plus years. Working in baseball. Yeah, it's all I've ever done, and um, and these are the two weirdest years of my career for sure. (laughs) The stadium was built in two thousand and six by the Warfel family, and they had a team called the Traverse City Beach Bums. And so the organization that I was working for and Sam had worked for previously, um, the West Michigan Whitecaps in Grand Rapids, part of a group that purchased the ballpark. And so we came up here and we changed the team from the Beach Bombs and now the Pittsburghers is a different brand of baseball. And so we came up in 2018, fall of 2018 and 2019 was our first year. And we did it. Uh, the team was amazing and they just kept winning games and they won the championship. And so our crowds ended by the end of the summer. We were getting... You know, uh, 4,000, 4,500 people inside the stadium. If you've been in the stadium, that's a ton of people inside this ballpark. Holy geez. How can we handle all these people? You know, we're we're all making hot dogs and, you know, we're just anything we can do to take care of the people coming in, which was amazing. It was the most incredible experience of my career those few months just because you see that turnaround and you see how the town started to embrace the baseball and the brand and our new brand of fan experience. Just incredible. Just incredible. That 19 season. And then 
we're like, oh man, we got this thing licked. We're <laughs> Won a championship. <laughs> we're here. We oh, got this. We're like, this is easy, right? You know, the fans love us. You know, good. And then, you know, 2020 comes and <laughs> 2020 is 2020 and you get the door slammed in your face pretty much once, once you get close to the season. But um, it was, it was, 2020 was a really interesting year for us because we had to adjust on the fly. You know, everything shut down in March. Our season starts, supposed to start in May. Was I think it was probably right around Memorial Day last year. Yeah, a little bit before that, I got a call yeah. from you, and you just said, "Hey, oh, what if yeah. we try to do something weird this year <laughs> and, and play with uh, with three teams at the ballpark without doing any traveling?" And I, sure, why not? Yeah. Whatever we got to do to play baseball, let's do it. So I loved it. That's kind of how it all came about, and it was just two or three staff meetings of trying to get it figured out. Which I don't remember the timeline. Everything from last year is a bit of a blur, but that's. Uh, yeah, it all runs together quickly. That's how it all it kind of ended up. And, you know, I think right around Memorial Day, we decided, all right, let's do it. We signed on to play. And a month and month and change later, on uh, July 1st, we started. Yeah, so the the goal there was because you couldn't travel. Right. You couldn't put 30, 35 guys on a bus. And so we said, hey, you know, like Sam was mentioned, because uh, you can't travel. That was a big thing. So we said, let's just make Turtle Creek Stadium the home of every game, you know. And so... <laughs> We have one team already. Let's create two more, and we'll just play round robin type um, season. So every every night, there's basically one team has the night off, but the other two are playing here. And so in about less than five weeks, we created two new teams. Uh, we found players from all over the country to come in to fill these two rosters, coaching staffs for two teams. Our marketing department created – Two identities. Two, two brand new identities. Which were awesome because you didn't just create teams of players. I mean, that's one big part of it, but team names, which probably aren't always that easy to come up with, and killer logos. Yeah, yeah the logos are the awesome. The jerseys, every part of it. So you had the Pit Spitters. Yep, that's our first team. Then we did came up with the Northern Michigan Dune Bears and then the Great Lakes Resorters. And the Dune Bears were actually the second place team to the Pit Spitters in our Name the Team contest before our inaugural year in 2019. And uh, I think a lot of fans were excited to see that. And then the Resorters was an homage to baseball here in early 1900s. Yeah, around right? the turn of century. So yeah. there was like the Traverse City Resorters played up here back then. So it was, oh, I didn't uh, even realize that history to, piece to that. It's old baseball in, in Traverse City, the first team that played up here. Yeah. So we figured out those names in about five minutes. <laughs> you know, the staff worked incredibly hard. So in about three or four weeks, we not only we went from one team to three teams, mm-hmm. right like that. Um, but it's how you got your season going, and what kind of what kept you alive and and excited for the season. Yeah, we felt like you know coming off the nineteen season, we had so much momentum. We mentioned earlier, fans are starting to embrace us. The community's embracing us. We're seeing logos, people wearing around town. And all this stuff that we just taking a year off would have just killed that momentum. So the staff, we were like, "Yeah, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it." I don't think we realized what we were saying. <laughs> we, it was it was important for us to keep that momentum going. And after just March to like Memorial Day, people needed something. They needed something to look forward to. They needed something to feel somewhat normal. You know, the stadium didn't look normal with everyone spaced out, but people could totally get away and just focus on a baseball game, catch a gorgeous sunset, and have fun that way with their family and friends, which again, I mean, you needed after the spring and, you know, the height of the pandemic. So you offered that 
to so many people, which I'm sure was huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing for us was trying to give people, I kept calling it an escape Mm -hmm. or a a way to get back to some kind of normal reality. So, you know, outside of this place, you're wearing a mask, you're not seeing people, you're not really getting that social interaction here, even though you're masked up, even though you're sitting six feet apart from people in different pods, you can have a beer, you can have a hot dog, you can watch baseball and for two and a half to three hours, sometimes longer, depending on how our teams played, uh, you know, per night you got to enjoy some time where it felt like a normal summer evening. And especially, you know, one big thing for us is with Cherry Fest being canceled last year and a lot of things not going on in Traverse City and in this community, we wanted to give people something to do. So in all of our staff meetings, that was the biggest thing for us was what can we do to make something feel normal and to give some excitement to people in town? And I think we did that. I think we did a pretty good job of it last year. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of thank yous. There were so many people that just said, hey, thank you. Thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. We needed something to do this summer, and this has been great for us. So it was good to hear that from from the fans and from the residents of, of Traverse City. So then that's why we, like Sam mentioned, that's why we did it. You know, it's it was important for us to give people something to do last summer. So for you two, coming from Grand Rapids, obviously a much bigger city than, than Traverse City. Like Grand Rapids is an area where I would expect to hear about a competitive baseball team. Same with Lansing. You know, you've got the Log Nuts, and then of course down in Detroit and all the other big cities. But Traverse City, you, you know, it's yeah, it's the you know metropolis, quote unquote, of Northern Michigan. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't, I think, hearing that there's a baseball team and you can go to baseball games on a weeknight or weekend is still a little bit of a surprise to people who don't know the area. What's it like coming from an area like a Grand Rapids where, again, you have other teams too. You have Van Andel Arena and all these, you know, hockey teams. But up here, it's just it's just this baseball. What's it like operating a baseball team in a resort town like this? It's really cool. I mean, really, it's awesome. Um, you know, well, first of all, Traverse City in northern Michigan is just it's a great place to go to. And, you know, as you mentioned, I, I spent 20 years almost down in Grand Rapids and working for the Whitecaps. You know, if you want to move someplace in Michigan, you know, outside of Grand Rapids, you know, Traverse City's top of the list, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a really cool area. But to be the sports team in town, because really it's about outside of high school, this is it for sports teams. And it's really cool. Um, and it's really great to see people gravitate towards you. Um, the level of high, level of ball that this is is uh, we're, we're college baseball, so these are college players between their spring quarters or spring semesters in the fall before they go back. So this is we get players from all over the country coming here to play, and so the league that we're in is called the Northwoods League. There's 22 teams. It's really mostly across the upper Midwest. A lot of teams in Wisconsin and Minnesota. But so we get guys from California, Florida, Virginia, you know, coming coming here to play for the summer. And what's really interesting is um, we've noticed going to our third year, we get guys that want to come back. It doesn't happen very often for players in this league because they want to play the one year and then they move on. And, you know, they're trying to get noticed, right? That's their goal is to get noticed by scouts. And so in two or three years, they get drafted. Hopefully a few years after that, they make the major leagues. We've had a few players drafted. But we've had now going to year three, we've probably got 10, 15 guys that going to be three years with us wow which is impressive and that's what we want to do we want to make this a destination place for the players because it's basically it's all free agency there's thousands of college players out there and you want to make yourself a very attractive place for the best college players and the player in the country to come play here and you know so we're working on that too because we want you know the traverse city Pittsburghers fans to see you know a guy 
in 2019. They get the picture taken with them on the field, or they get a high five, and all this other stuff, this memory they created, and then hopefully five or six years from now, they're watching them on ESPN or something like that. And they go, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, I gave my picture with him, you know? <laughs> so to create that memory from, you know, here at Turtle Creek Stadium, Traverse City, to the Cubs, the Tigers, the Yankees, or wherever these guys are going to end up going, is there's really something we're looking forward to making happen over the next few years and we just started so it's going to take us five or six years to get to that point but and we're we're off to a good start so far for that well i think i've noticed from coming to games you kind of make the fans feel like family too just by the engagement that you have during the games i mean they are so much fun from start to finish how do you go about that yeah i mean our number one thing is fan experience beyond anything else you know mickey kind of alluded to it earlier but we're not necessarily baseball guys. We love the game and we work in the the business. You know, Mickey's been doing it over 20 years. I'm coming close to a decade in the industry now. We love the game, but it's so much more about what we can do for people when they come here so that they create that emotional tie to the facility, to the team. You know, they might not remember five years from now what the final score of that game was, who we played or anything else that happened in the game, but they might remember that they got a picture with Monty, our mascot, or they got an autograph, or they had a really good, really weird food item, or something like that, and that's what we want to do, because it creates more of those memories for people that come out here. There's a total entertainment aspect to the games here. I mean, from Monty, (laughs) what a mascot. (laughs) Lovely mascot, yeah. To To just, uh, you know, in, in a normal year, the games you would play on the field, the, you know, it's not just interaction in the stands you're bringing people out and putting them on the field and and really getting them in the middle of the stadium and game yeah and it it makes it more fun for them whether you're out on the field competing in the dizzy bat race or you know getting inside the bubbles to do bubble brawl or whatever it is or if your friend is doing it and you have something that you can laugh about with them make fun of them because they fell over four or five times trying to do the dizzy bat race or whatever it is you know getting that experience to be down on the field where, yeah, you know, it's it's collegiately, this isn't Comerica Park, but this is a great experience that we can offer for people to be able to go down onto that field, participate in some on-field promotions, get up close and personal to the players and the mascot and doing all sorts of different things that maybe they've never experienced before. And sometimes, you know, to us working in it, we may take that for granted, seeing what happens, but seeing the look on you know, a kid's face when he gets to go out on the field and throw out a first pitch or compete against Monty in the mascot race going around the bases or doing something like that, that's what we like to see. That's the exciting part about it for us because you know that you kind of made that memory and made that connection with them the second that they were able to go out on that field. Well, and then you guys do special events too. I mean, you've got, you honor veterans, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're involved in the community. Tell me about some of those things that go on during the summer. Yeah, I mean, we're, for us to be part of the community, we also have to give back, right? So this community is making us successful. They're making us, you know, a viable option for their entertainment dollars. And and so we feel like we do have to give back. So we always are doing different events. You know, on, on Wednesdays we do, um, you know, it's a, like salute to service is what we call it. You know, I think uh, Turtle Creek Casino is a sponsor for that one. Um, but we all we give half-price tickets to veterans, healthcare workers, teachers, and snowplow drivers because in northern Michigan, those are vital. That's a lot of service. Those are vital people <laughs> up here, right? <laughs> so you try to have some fun even with that one. But, yeah, giving back is it's going to be um, it's part of who we are. But it's also going to be part of our success, and it's part of why we're up here is because we want to make this stadium a vital part of the community fabric, the entertainment landscape of northern Michigan. So we want not only for – 
you know, residents have something to do. But we want to come up with ideas and events that will attract people to the region for the night, for the weekend, etc. So we're, we've been working on a lot of those. Unfortunately, you know, COVID kind of slams the door on you on a few of those things. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to eventually do that. I mean, I think our our dream year would be like Pittsburgh's games plus three major concerts and mm-hmm. a couple of football games. And who knows, we've talked about some winter activities on the field too and how we can incorporate all this stuff together to make this uh, much larger than just a Pittsburgh's facility, but an entertainment and sports facility that can handle just about any kind of sport. Because it's a beautiful stadium and it's super unique. It's not just your classic stadium seating. You've got those awesome high top tables. You've got private suites. So what can fans expect this summer? What can they expect? Because the season, it's coming up. Yeah, what, we're under six weeks away now? And uh, yeah, so we have, I mean, tickets are on sale now for our Fox Motors in patio tables. And so the high top tables that you mentioned where people can sit, get weight service, you don't need to wait in those pesky concession stand lines. Um, and individual tickets will go on sale on Wednesday on, on the, the 28th. So we're getting close. We're getting excited. Our ticket stock just showed up today. So we're getting tickets printed now. We're ready to go. But I mean, from experience wise, it's still going to be socially distanced to start the year. But that's not going to take away from the fun that people are going to have out here. You know, we're allowed under current orders about 1100 people to come into the gates which is over double what we were allowed last year so it's going to be louder it's going to be more fun we're going to still do promotions on the field for people to be able to do that we're bringing back fireworks shows this year starting in july um so friday nights in july we'll have fireworks again which i know a lot of people missed last year but really it's just trying to get back to that brand of pittsbitter baseball and entertainment that we had in 2019 and we had a little bit last year but we really want to get back to that premier entertainment experience for northern michigan i'm really excited about opening day may 31st we're doing hot air balloon rides. Oh, love it. I can't wait. That's Memorial Day, right? <laughs> Memorial Day. And that's also, uh, we have a, a giveaway that day. Of Although it's getting into the summer and it's going to be a little bit warmer, we have a, a winter trapper hat, yeah. or I call it the, the Cousin Eddie hat, just because yeah. it always reminds me of uh, Christmas vacation. But Turtle Creek sponsoring that one. It's a really cool looking hat, too. So, yeah, the same was mentioning, you know, everything that we're going to do is going to be entertainment based. And so every day it's going to be a different experience. We have. I think close to 50 different on-field promotions that we've planned out. We're going to rotate around, so it's not just the same show every every night. We're working on a promotion where fans can actually sit on the field for the game, so we're going to put some of those tables like out in left field and have people sit there. We'll put a player out there to catch on, like a, yes. a home run or something, you know. There's so. something for everyone, all <laughs> yeah, ages, yeah, kids our, uh, and adults. Our, our PA guy does a little performance. He's doing oh. one on opening day, but he dresses up in like a sequin suit. Oh, boy. And does a little song and dance. It's tremendous. So it's 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 fun. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hope for an awesome season, great weather, fans in the stands, and just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it will be fun no matter what. But yeah, let's just hope that uh, the weather's good and... You know, as, as things start to improve, you know, we, we expect the, the crowds to hopefully get a bit larger. And, you know, we'll, we're going we're gonna to make the most out of this summer for sure. Cool. Go pit spitters. Go pit spitters. There you go, always. All right. Thanks, Sam. And thank you, Mickey. Stay tuned for the next episode of Barefoot. For more details, visit GrandTraversResort.com.